Vanquishers. Grab your arsenal to balance the interverse, where heroes from Great Order strike with no hesitation for control of what remains. Entry into the Dimensional Rift comes with a heavy cost, as the once-known Triconian world has been ravaged, and you must traverse it to find balance. Be the hero you were meant to be by selecting what type of fighter and energy class best suits you. Take up weapons that cannot just attack, but can be modified to decimate your opponent. Use abilities, equip armor, and vitality to defend your hero until you are ready to V-trigger and unleash your full power. The large range of heroes, items, and abilities will allow you to customize your deck, play, and battle for supremacy. So, jump into the Interverse now by selecting your hero, equip weapons and armor, and vanquish your enemies. Kickstarter is only the beginning. back everyone to episode 62 of the popcorn podcast i am tommy cresta alongside me ryan friend yep. ryan how you doing today buddy? i'm doing fantastic today <laughs> it only took me and ryan 30 audio checks before we got going because our uh sound mixer doesn't want to record both of our mics so we're actually going off one microphone today which is a little bit different yeah we're i'm like we're really close i feel really uncomfortable like our knees are just rubbing my left up. side is going completely numb like, I don't know what that means. I don't know. But that might be a heart attack. I might need a doctor. Well, if you don't want to hear about Ryan's heart attack, you can go to any of our other episodes, which you can find on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, anywhere you can find podcasts. And now on YouTube, which has two videos up, our William Spencer episode, which we put a lot of time into and mm -hmm. getting no viewership. Or go to an episode that took us 10 minutes to put on YouTube and has 4,000 views. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're here to talk about episode six of Hot D. Yep. And uh, oh, I just clicked out of my review for episode six. Good for you, dude. But this is the first episode after the 10-year time jump with our new actresses, Emma Darcy and Olivia Cook. Yep. Taking over for Millie Alcock and Emily Carey. Mm -hmm. And do not do not put the audio on the episode. I'm not putting the audio. I'm oh. just playing the episode. I'm following <laughs> But uh, the episode opens up with Rhaenyra giving birth. Yeah. And it, again, is very hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> like There's every birthing about... scene in this show. <laughs> it's just... Uh, I... The birthing scenes that we've had so far, which we've had, what, three so three far? Now. Yeah. They're just very realistic. Like, it, it doesn't shy away from how painful and really horrific birth is. Because they, <laughs> they say in the first episode, they make a point of saying that, you know, the birthing bed, it's what Emma said, is the war ground for the women of this world. So them not shying away from it really just hammers that point home. Where this is dangerous for them, obviously. We see with Emma in the first episode, but yeah. Yeah, but no, I mean, just going off just the actors so far, I loved, of course, my girl Emma Darcy as Rhaenyra. Mm -hmm. And I thought Olivia Cook did a good job, but I want to see more from her. Yeah. And the series and Damon killing it. Yeah, as no, they do this was, every single episode of the show. Yeah, th this is a great way to introduce Emma Darcy because it, it really just commands respect. Like, to have people, I feel like people were kind of worried, probably, like, how is she going to come in and do this? And having the first scene be her giving birth 
and then a one take after that. It's like, listen, even if you weren't confident in this, she's going to be great. So we're going to show you right away. Like, and she was great. Yeah, she's fantastic. The start of this episode. And that one take, I lay leaned over to you while we're watching. <laughs> Ryan can't drink water properly. No. But um, the episode starts with a great one take. And I leaned over to Ryan, laid in the middle of it and went, this is awesome. Oh, yeah. And I mean... Just the fact that right after she gives birth, she's told by one of the handmaids, handmaids, uh, birthing, whatever. Uh, whatever. There's like a name for them. They're, they're servants. And Midwife. Mid- midwives. That's yeah, that's like that. <laughs> I don't know what they called them back then. Sorry, I don't know what I'm they not... call them at all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the servant tells her that uh, the queen wants to meet the baby, and instead of them giving her giving her baby off to go take to the queen. She decides that she's going to take the baby herself, Yeah, which is horrific to watch because she literally just gave birth. Yeah. She's literally bleeding everywhere, and <laughs> it shows how scared she is of the queen and what the queen can do. Yeah, I mean, realistically, like she's scared that Allison's just going to kill her baby when she gets her hands on it, which you can't really blame her for, especially going in later in this episode when you kind of realize that Allison knows that they're not – Lenore's kids. So, Air for a Day Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's a really great one take where you see Lenore and Rhaenyra walking through the castle, the Red Keep. And there's a yeah. great scene where she's walking up the steps. And I mean, it's a massive staircase. She just gave birth. And you can see the blood, like a trail of blood leading with her. And she gets like halfway up and she starts like falling apart. Like she wants to like yeah. fall down and stop. And Lenore's no, like. No, because she starts having the afterbirth comes out. She like, oh yeah, they she's like, oh god. <laughs> but then Lenor's like, okay, he's like, we need to stop. And she's like, no, not unless you want to count me back down these f- steps. Yeah, and I was she's like, serious. yeah, man, I, yeah. I loved her in this episode. I thought Emma Darcy, as I said when we first started talking about the show, I think that she's gonna be the best part. Yeah, and she was incredible so no, far. She's amazing, and I can't wait to see Olivia Cook and more stuff, as you were saying. Yeah, but yeah, Do you want you want to talk about what you called Lenor? He said he looked what he has, what kind of face. No, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> he said Lenor has a rat, rat face. face. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he looked pretty good. No, he looks fine. I, I love the I love the Peaky Blinders cut. Oh, I thought you had like... your foot on my side. I was like, it's my shoe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love how I said that and Sean was in team like, yeah, he looks like Jeremiah from Jeremiah Jesus from Peaky Blinders. Yeah, I know. <laughs> great shows, great characters, yeah. both of them. No, but I do like the new haircut where he has the it is the Peaky Blinders cut. It, it, no, it's, like, the, it's just the yeah, Peaky Blinders It's the shaved sides, but he's still got the, the blonde dreads and the ponytail. It's, it looks badass still. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're actually watching the episode as we talk about it just to keep us in tune with it. Yeah, kind of give us a quick reminder. And again, another thing about this show that I think makes it to me better than season one of Game of Thrones, because mm-hmm. I'm enjoying this more than I enjoyed season one so far of Game of Thrones. Yeah. I think it's the different use of direction and camera work. Because usually Absolutely. it's like that close-up of them walking. You don't get to see the whole set that's yeah. moving around. This, it's always like a wide shot. Yeah. And you get to see a lot more of what's yeah. going on. Because the Red Keep is a set in this show. Yeah, like, it's They a built set. the whole thing. And it's not like one set from one set. It's they built the Red Keep so they can walk from room to room. And like it's it's legit. Like it's not just one set onto another. It's the Red Keep. And it's so awesome they built that. Oh, yeah, and before we get any further than this... <laughs> me and ryan have got like 40 screeners to bros <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if we're giving off the wrong idea that we're dating me and ryan are not dating <laughs> as much as he wants to that's you know 
<laughs> you're like it's okay right just goes dead quiet when we say that but I, we we do want to see the movie but please stop sending us 40 screeners yeah <laughs> we would go i just we genuinely haven't had time to but and this is nothing against the movie it's just not my type of movie yeah i'm not, I'm not really into guy. the rom-coms yeah. i have heard it's really really good though it has like a 90 song yeah Ron Tomatoes, right? so yeah. shout out to that now back to the our review of hot d so <laughs> oh that did not work <laughs> that didn't work well <laughs> but uh after they get the staircase they get into god what's her name allison allison thank you i was gonna, mm-hmm. I was gonna say olivia cook yeah allison's chambers yeah. and she, right away she turns around and says that rainier needs to be resting because she really just went through labor yeah Shana which is badass man looking out the window getting her dress like she's she's pulling on. off her oh, full man. cersei look yeah and I, everyone's just so mean to Allison. I, I'm getting, I'm getting meaner at to her. I'm not as mean as Matt is. But you but... gotta, yeah. Matt just kept calling her <laughs> without any hesitation, not thinking about any of the things she's been through since the show started. Oh, she's been through terrible things, but she's also putting people through terrible things. But I mean, if you were put through the circumstances, wouldn't you want revenge, pretty much, on these people? Because you, they get to live one way, and you have to live a specific you way. You also get to be the queen of the world, basically. But yeah, but then yeah. Uh, during the scene, Viserys yeah, gets to hold his bad, baby. Bad, yeah, Viserys looks like a lollipop you've dropped at a barbershop. Yeah, it, it is disgusting. He's literally just falling apart. And then <laughs> they ask what the name is, and he names it Joffrey. Yeah, and, I, and everyone in the scene was like, oh, "Really? Come on, man! Targaryen name." Yeah. <laughs> he's really not hiding the fact that he misses him. No, he's not hiding the fact at all. And I also love how Viserys looks at the kid and says, oh, he has your nose. And he's everyone like, else in the room is like, please. <laughs> that's what I, did. I was like, I told you you had a rat face. <laughs> no, but that's also because in the books, I still haven't read the books, but you did. I'm pretty sure I saw something when they're, when they're kind of describing the Strongs in the books. They mention how they have like broad noses. Yeah. So that's automatically a hint towards book readers that Obviously, these aren't Lainor's kids. So, well, I think, but when you first see the baby, you can already tell it's most likely not really <laughs> to Lainor, because <laughs> nothing against Lainor, but the baby's not mixed. It's very white. It is a white baby. It looks closer to Ryan than it does to Lainor. That's just <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I love and I love the line where. They said they're going to take the baby back now. And Allison leans in as she gives the baby to Lainor. And she's like, keep trying. Maybe we'll eventually have a baby that actually looks like you. Yeah. Is that later the line we're at? Sooner or late. Oh, there we go. You may get one that look, looks like you. Yeah, man. That's... And that was just like a f*** you to Lainor. That was an evil line. That, that was a Cersei line. That's all I thought of was like, that is something Cersei would say to that poor His man. Face. His reaction, he's like, oh. dude. He's literally like, oh, man. Why why she got to say that, man? And then we see our boy... Kristen Cole. He's not my boy anymore. Yeah, no, he's not. He's not me, no, both, everyone after that episode was like, F- Kristen. Dude, Kristen, Sir Christmas needs to just, Sir Christmas. needs a break. What is he, F- Santa? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the next time jump. He's Santa Claus after. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we Sir Sir Christmas, see Sir yeah. Kristen, and he doesn't say a word to Rhaenyra, doesn't even look at her. Mm-hmm. And the whole time they're just walking, we're having a conversation, just talking about the family. Yep. And uh, the whole time, I love again. That's a long take because you can again, if you look behind them, there's just a trail of blood. Yeah, just it's following just all Rhaenyra's afterbirth, just leaking out. It's just 
It's disgusting. <laughs> and of course, once they turn, once Lanar turns back around, Sir Kristen's looking right at him. Yeah. And oh, Kristen, I think that's that's my first like real big complaint of this episode. And I know a lot of people had complaints like this, but with the time jump being ten years after the end of episode five, like I wanted to see what was going to happen. Like, how did Kristen go from about to kill himself? to being Allison's main guard. Like Well, I feel like they kinda hint at it when they have that private conversation together. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm sure he would have been, but I'd like to see how he got out of killing Joffrey. Because I mean he beat a man to death in the middle of a wedding. It's not very easy to get away from. They just kinda skip uh, over. We that. have the King's guard. He could later just be like, Joffrey said to me that we should take out the king we should take out the princess. Yeah, but like, also literally that's it. The, to that degree though, but like he's the main thing for him is his honor. So if he would he tell a lie like that and you know soil his his honor even more. Come on. You know what I mean? After you watch this episode, does it look like he gives a I'm f- not saying I'm not saying he would have done that. I'm just saying I would have liked to see him do that. It would have given him more character rather than just skipping 10 years being like, "All right, I don't like you anymore." I'm a, sorry. I'm just going to say a certain word that I'm not going to say. Word. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that word. Okay, Charlie. Fuck it. I'm just double checking. Yes, that's the word I looked at. That's the word that I was touch. That was not Charlie. <laughs> but um after that we go back to the chambers of Rhaenyra and we see the rest of her kids. She has two other boys. So now she's had three kids. Yep. All boys, which is really helping her. Yeah. All boys, all white, all brown hair brown curly hair which absolutely neither of them have and then we see a a certain strong in there harwin strong who has dark curly hair Hmm. (laughs) right from the start i mean i don't think there was a single person if if you watch the scene and we're like i wonder whose kids they are yeah come on man (laughs) the dark curly haired kids and there's a dark curly haired man in there yeah no you you have to know right away because even just the fact he doesn't have to be there. He's the commander of the the city watch. City watch. There's no reason for him to be in the princess's room at all. So just the fact that he's there welcoming the kids is the biggest hint in the world that there is. And I also like that uh it's kind of it's never said out loud. Yeah. But she doesn't have like a main guard anymore. Yeah. There's no one at her door or anything. Because we see the door to get to her room. There's no guards mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And yeah. I also love that Lanor absolutely knows that they're his kids too. Like, oh, he doesn't even fight. I literally just noticed that he gives him a nod as he walks out the door. Like, he knows hundred percent. Yeah, because he he doesn't. Yeah, because that was that was the that was the deal. Yeah, and come on, he's not getting it up for Rhaenyra. <laughs> not not anything against him, not but for duty's sake, come on. <laughs> he's like, think about duty, think about duty, think about duty. <laughs> That's how he does it for himself. Think about boys. Think about boys. He's like blue chew, blue chew, blue chew. They, blue did, chew. they had to have had something back then for that. They had like an, a yes, plan it's, B. It's team. called muscles, <laughs> like the food, not the yeah that's muscle. Because it's an that, aphrodisiac. Yeah. yeah. And after that, that's we true. get probably I think the coolest scene so far, mm-hmm. which was seeing the dragon pit for the first time and getting introduced to some of the other dragons and the kids. Yeah, and all the kids. We see Aegon all grown up now. He's mm-hmm. now 13 at the time of this. Yeah. And Something then we like see that. the other son. What the fuck's the other kid's name? I don't know. He's like Tommen of this. He was uh, Aemon, right? Was that his name? Aemon Targaryen? I'm pretty sure it was Oh, yeah, Aemon. it is Aemon. It was Aemon and then Helena, right? And I love, I love how he uh, he yawns. 
mm-hmm. while they're training. The, there's literally Aegon. a dragon in front of him, and he's yawning. Aegon is such a dick. Yo, Aegon's about to be the best character. I literally, the second I saw him, I go, I thought it was unbelievable how a person could have a face that that is that punchable. I didn't think it was possible, but I saw his face and his hair is like super curly, no ponytail, no nothing, and I just wanted to just lay this kid out. Like, I, it, it, he made me so angry, which is perfect. It's exactly what you want. No, I don't want to like this guy. It's not Aegon the Conqueror. It's just Aegon. I like Aegon the Conqueror. I don't like Aegon the Second. He's <laughs> you, a piece of shit. You've barely learned anything about him. He's been in forty minutes. I'll tell you what I don't like about him. The next scene. All right? Oh, I love the next scene. It shows how much he doesn't give a. F- <laughs> but then uh, we get to see him teach Vermax how to. Yeah. Dracarys. Uh, Jaceris, right? Is that his name? The boy. Yeah. Because that's Alex, yeah Jaceris. Something and something. Yeah. Oh, Joffrey's the third one. Yeah. It's always the middle child. No one ever remembers them. Yeah. Because I don't even know the daughter's name. I'm looking it up right now. All right. Jaceris, uh, Joffrey, Lucaris. There's a lot of guys there. Hey, the Those third. are the ones that we got there. Jaceris is the one taming the dragon right now. And then Joffrey's the third one. And Lucaris, I guess. Hey, on the third. Be careful what you're reading about, because you're going to get some I'm spoilers. Trying, I don't know but, uh, yeah, Ryan's just doing some reading. We just had, a, like, a four-second gap between words. Yeah, Colin's going to have some work to do. Yeah, Colin is going to have so much bleeping. He's going to have to bleep the <laughs> word again. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, did you have a favorite scene of this episode? Yeah, when he was jacking off out of the window. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that actually was a pretty good scene, though. No, that was a funny like, scene. Like, as, as um, weird as it is to watch a 13-year-old <laughs> off in a tv show <laughs> it was i love that that uh allison comes up to it and explains like he cannot be your friend forever like yeah they will kill you if you br- if you bring power against them mm-hmm. like yeah they're gonna be the king before you um i don't know i think one of the more powerful scenes was it towards the end with uh uh what's her name lanier lanira lena lena that's what it is Oh, yeah, when we haven't she, even talked about them yet. Yeah, when Lena is, you know. Lena is Lenor's sister, if you haven't paying attention. And at this point, she's now married to Damon. Mm-hmm. And they have three kids together. Yep. Well, no, they have two kids together. And the... <laughs> <laughs> just skip the master <laughs> off scene. <laughs> it's a very odd scene. It is. But uh, they've married and they've had kids together and she's pregnant with their third. Yep. And the whole episode for them, their storyline, is that they haven't seen their family in years. Yeah, they've been in Pentos basically as more or less sellsores, honestly, which I I honestly can't really blame uh, Damon for that because he they doesn't say his name like that. It's Damon. Damon. I, I don't know. Damon. I don't know. Damon. Damon Green. <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't really have a claim to the throne anymore. Like, when it was just Rhaenyra, he kind of had a chance of, like, if Rhaenyra messes up, then I'll probably be heir to the throne. But now that Aegon was born and Rhaenyra has her own kids, he's like seventh in line to the throne. So there's no shot of him getting that. So he might as well just go over the Pentos and try to make friends over there. Cause Make some money. Yeah, they have a dinner with these people saying that the people from Bravos and Lys are... Or no, they're in Lys. No, they're in Pentos. Lys is trying to attack them. So they're trying to barter peace with Daemon so that they can have some, they can dragon have some dragons to protect them. Yeah, so he really is just a, basically a sellsword with his family now, which can't really blame him because what else is there? You can just stay at King's Landing and do nothing or do this or go to the Night's Watch. So, yeah, this is probably the best for him. 
And Dame is not making on the Night's Watch. No. Dude, I would love to see that, though. Because back back here, they probably have, like, numbers. Like, they probably have more than just Castle Black. I feel like we will see them at some point. I think so. Just kind of like a callback. But uh, one of my Maybe. favorite lines of this whole episode is when Lena and Damon are talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Rhaenyra's had another child. He's like, does this one at least look a little bit like Lena? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no. He says, does this one have an odd resemblance to Harwin Strong? Yeah. And <laughs> she just giggles because <laughs> they all know that he's... Yeah, they all know. And uh, he's tapping. It's it's amazing how hard Viserys is in denial of it. Like <laughs> this dude he has horse blinders on. <laughs> everything, but he's like, I just want my family to be happy, so I'm not gonna care. And it's He's like joy to everyone. <laughs> it's so disturbing. Uh, I mean, he knows he has to know it for a fact. Everyone in the kingdom knows it. Allison brings it up to him multiple times, but he's just so invested in his Lego set from Valyria. He's just like, he doesn't care anymore. I love just, that. We just call it a Lego. Every time we Legos. see it, we just go with Legos. Yeah. <laughs> but, Dude, uh, Eddard. I want to build, I want to be Eddard in this world. Just that's build a, Legos. That's a great job. <laughs> just build Legos with the king. We got to stop calling it Legos because people who don't watch the show as much are going to be like, wait, are they no, they're Legos. Lego yeah, he's building Legos. But uh, we kind of forgot that. We just skipped over the whole point of this entire episode. What's that? Which is the training scene. That's what the whole episode's about. Oh, yeah. We can get that. That's another scene where Viserys should know Harwin Strong is those kids' dad. Because well, that doesn't really give it off. I mean, the whole the whole Kristen going, "Hey, why are you so invested in him? You can only be invested in him if he's like a brother or a son." Yeah, but he's when like, he says oh. that, so to give context to the scene, it's the scene in which Kristen is teaching the kids, both the Targaryens and, and the, the Valyrian. Targaryens. Well, no, remember they're not. She's not the queen yet, so they're still, oh, yeah, they're still, they're Valerian. still Valerian. Yeah. But uh, they're teaching them how to fight, and Sir Harwin Strong doesn't like that Kristen's not teaching his kids yeah. <laughs> how to fight. And Kristen makes a comment saying the only reason you care so much is if they're maybe your sons. Yeah. Which, again, I think that's actually kind of an easier way to hide it, because he could just be taking his anger out because he hates the rumor that he's breaking yeah. his code. So that could be what, how the way everyone else is taking it. Yeah, but in other words, in Game of Thrones world, he uh, he's banging the the heir. Yeah, <laughs> and having three bastard children who are the <laughs> next in line for the throne. Yeah, but uh, Kristen makes Jacaris, which is Rhaenyra's oldest son, and Aegon, who's Allison's oldest son, fight one on one, which isn't really fair because Aegon is sixteen and Jacaris is like ten, so it's really unfair. And he makes. Harwin watch his son basically just get the shit kicked out of him which makes him really upset and he ends up fighting Kristen over his kid's honor well I mean you gotta hide it better than that man like you can't just fold after one comment you don't like I mean come on this is this is your head and your three kids head and maybe even the princess's head on the line and you just fumbled the bag that quick it's not good it's not good at all. And we see that in the rest of the episode. I'm just watching the seed. Yeah. <laughs> I just love watching it because Viserys doesn't look – he looks bad in the dark with not bad lighting. But as soon as he goes down the light, man, it is disgusting, dude. It is gross. He looks like his head needs to be used on Manscaped. Oh, yeah. 
unshaven ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. the way that <laughs> he got just beats the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. Because like, Christian goes, don't let him stand up. And he's like, yo, come on. Yeah, and then, then Harwin throws Aegon off him, and that's, that's a big no-no, putting your hands on the on the prince. And uh, Harwin and Sir Christmas end up fighting, and it gets, uh, gets a little heavy. I wouldn't say it's a fight. Harwin just beats the shit out of Kristen. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Dude, Har- I don't even think Kristen lands a punch on him. No, he doesn't. He doesn't even get up. Harwin is just... Dude, he's like a silverback in this episode. He is so <laughs> strong. He is a badass. Oh, well, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how much of a badass he is later on this episode. <laughs> Still badass. He just can't even <laughs> kick a wooden door in. It's not steel. <laughs> Father, I will burn. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's for later. But uh, then we see, not Joffrey, Landor comes back drunk and he's talking to Rhaenyra. And all he's talking about is that he wants to fight again. And he explains how he's a knight. Yeah. Like, this is what he wants. He's like, I'm owed this. And she explains that he's owed nothing. Yeah. Because he's been allowed to f*** any dude in the kingdom that he wants. It's such he a dumb the line. the best wine. War is a foot in the stepstones again. I want to go fight. Even though <laughs> I haven't done anything for you. <laughs> what as soon you- as he says that, you just see it on her. Like, again, like what you said about last episode. Yeah. They do so much dialogue without actually having to say it. Yeah. Like, her face right away is like, are you kidding me dude yeah she she's pissed at him because he she knows you haven't given me a kid yeah you haven't done (laughs) shit all he wants to do is fight and she's like you haven't done anything for me she's like how about that fight you (laughs) 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 that's like what she's thinking oh yeah she's like you haven't given me a legitimate son i've had three bastard kids in the span of 10 years <laughs> you, you're just still mad that your boyfriend's face became pumpkin pie in front of you oh yeah dude that guy got turned into silly putty and then <laughs> sir Kristen's still still kicking around god i would have liked the scene between those two we didn't really get that i we think got, no like, we're getting that scene oh eventually. yeah we should we got a quick stare down in this but i would love to see them really it's, get into it it's not like a stare down it's like laner was like yeah i'll get my ass kicked i'm gonna keep walking <laughs> it'll be a fair sword fight It'll be a fun sword fight. Which I think we're going to get at some point. Yeah. But then uh, after this scene... Oh my god, how long is this goddamn scene? We go back to Pentos with Damon. Oh, with Damon. uh, But we already talked about this scene. This is where she explains about having the kids and stuff. Then they have the the meeting. Small council meal. And meal. (laughs) Meeting. And then Rhaenyra, who I think gave a pretty damn good plan... Mm -hmm. Was like, hey, how about this, Allison? I'm sorry if you were ever felt mistreated by me or my family. But how about my oldest son marries your daughter, so then she'll be the queen. Yeah. And all she says is like, nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Viserys is so happy about it. Viserys is like, yeah, like, yes, I would love for my daughter and my grandson to get married and be the greatest. <laughs> love to no, I would love my together. daughter and my daughter's son to get married. Yeah. God. Is so weird, and he's so excited. Oh, he's so happy! And then a very awkward scene. She begins lactating mm-hmm. while standing there, and it's kind of an embarrassing moment for her, which I feel bad for her. Yeah, but she doesn't really have control over that. But and she explains to them that after the scene, Allison explains to Sarah that she's just trying to work against us. Mm-hmm. She feels pressed and she doesn't care. Yeah. When the king's like, no, she wants to help. Yeah. 
But and then, then we get the scene between uh, Lionel Strong and Viserys, and Lionel Strong, because of Harwin's actions beating Sir Kristen, um, I mean, he beat that dude. You can't he even. The shit out there's of him. nothing. But uh, he punched the shit out of him, actually. <laughs> yeah, Lionel uh, is trying to retire, resign as Hand of the King because he thinks that that dishonor that Harwin brought onto his family can't be repaired, so he just plans to leave. And uh, Viserys, that's when we find out that Harwin was uh, kicked out of the, the city watch. Yeah, he's been dismissed. Yeah. So he's still um, the Lord of Harrenhal, or he will be. He's the heir to the to be the Lord of Harrenhal. Yeah. Because so, Lionel is the Lord of Yeah, Harrenhal, Lionel so. is, but so now Harwin is still the heir to Harrenhal. And um, uh, Lionel plans on resigning his hand of the king, but Viserys won't let him. He doesn't want him to leave. He still likes him as Hand of the King and he won't allow him to come back. And you see Allison the whole time kind of looking like pissed. He can leave. There's a better Hand of the King. You've had him before and she just wants her father back as Hand of the King, which is Yeah, very but like, she can't, he can't give like, I love the line where Lionel's like, I can no longer give a fair counseling. Yeah. Like Lionel's the only good hearted person in this entire show. Yeah. He's, he's, he's honorable really. Yeah. And I, he, I love I love Lionel's hair now. He looks like such an old man. Like I know like guys dad. like that. Yeah, <laughs> he looks the most. And I love dad. when he's like not explaining what he actually like why he can't be hand anymore. And like yeah. he says, "There's a shadow that's growing." Yeah, Viserys literally says, "Like name it. What what is it?" <laughs> no, Allison goes, "Say it in English, then." Yeah, she's like, <laughs> "Say it in clear language." And I was like, "You <laughs> language? Yeah, no. She like just, leave it alone." <laughs> she knows, and she just wants to hear. They're Harwin's kids, but he can't say it because he would literally lose Everything. his entire house. His house, his kids, his grandkids. Yeah. So it's not fair, like, to him. And it's not fair that Allison wants to bring her father back because he's going to have his own reasons too now. He wants his daughter to take over and then that yeah. whole family. Yeah. It's not so much, It's not selfish, but he wants his family to be – he's selfish for his family. Yeah. But not, like, specifically to him. Mm-hmm. And I really like this line. I really love how Allison – Again, saying with what we just said, she says so many words just by looking. Yeah. Like, she's really proven... Like, Olivia Cook's just doing a great job, and I'm really excited to see more of her. Yeah, it's that physical acting they're both just magnificent at. Like She is so pissed. <laughs> just watching the scene right now, she is so, so angry. angry. She's like, you... Man, Colin is going to be doing so much bleeping in this episode. He's going to be so pissed at us. He's going to be so pissed that he's got to bleep the <laughs> word for a third time. <laughs> you know, people are going to be like, I wonder what word he's saying. <laughs> I think everybody knows. <laughs> it's not that hard to guess. I don't really care. He doesn't mean the word. He means it's only the... bad in America. It's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, this show does. This show's not America, so it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, they're fine. Oh, um, scene god we get uh we get the scene with allison goes to laris strong laris dude he was one of my favorite characters i was so excited to see no he's a great actor and i am so happy i love this guy because he's so terrible he's little finger he's little finger and varus mixed yeah like he's varus so he's like trying to be helpful but he's little finger so he's trying to be helpful To himself, yeah, mostly. Like I love that oh, Matt's God. like, oh, he's trying to f- him. <laughs> Matt. He does. He can't even f- move his hips. <laughs> Man's a fucking tree. He's got a club foot. He's not that bad. He's pretty. He's got a Have you seen him try and walk? <laughs> I had, I had a line following that, but I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, you can say it. 
Nope, we'll bleep it. No, we won't. Right, God, well, nothing is bad enough to bleep. It was definitely some racist. Now, moving no. on. Um... <laughs> Don't say this episode's not getting from Spotify. <laughs> uh... But um, he explains to her that he can help her. Yeah. And he's like, but the king won't do it because he's knows he doesn't want his daughter exiled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the girl comes in just to help. She's like, would you like Yeah, the maid sheets? comes in. Get the fuck out, Tala. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but Laris explains that, listen, he knows, like, he knows Allison wants nothing more than her father to be back his hand, so he says, all right, I can help you, just let me do what I gotta do, and she's like, all right. She, he let gives one of the go. best comebacks to her, though, she's like, well, my father should be it, and she's like, no, because he will, like, he'll only side with, that's not fairly sided, and she's like, yeah, but he'll side with me, unbiased, she's like, I want him to be unbiased to me. Yeah. And when Allison says that, it's just, oh, yeah, here comes the line. Impartial, impartial that's what she goes. And he's like, but he would be impartial to me. So Allison, yeah. again, being selfish, and she's kind of proving, as much as I feel bad for her, like the entire show, I've just felt bad for her, and I wanted her to be happy. Yeah. She is innocent. Mm-hmm. This episode was kind of like her like turning point into becoming the villain of the show. Yeah. Which I don't hate. Because mm-hmm. she is really just looking out for herself. Even though you really... I mean, you can't blame her. She's been, she got thrown into this. She's not from King's Landing. She was just there because of her father. And now she's gotten dragged into all the, pol- the political bullshit. And she just wants nothing more than her father to be back so she can not be alone anymore. And then we got a f***ed up scene. Yeah. Where Laris goes down to the prisoners and he explains that one's a murderer, one was a cheater, and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. Yeah. And he, I, lo- I love his cane. He has a little, like, beetle thing. Yeah. It's just, it's such a good way of just having that little symbol where you know so much yeah it's just that little symbol you instantly whenever you see it you're now going to relate it to Laris. it's just such well unlike it ends up being like that symbol in game of thrones with the goddamn white walkers that never gets explained oh yeah whatever shows up three (laughs) times in eight seasons i get no explanation what happens but i do love this show's kind of like its obsession with like miniatures like the beetle and like the little balls they have in the small council yeah meeting. which we haven't gotten any explanation on either well, yeah but it's just fun it's fun to have those little <laughs> yeah, things but it is like, funny that like there's no we have no idea what they are they're just cool <laughs> yeah they're just they're just interesting but it's it adds like something where like okay it's just something cool it doesn't mean anything it's not necessary but it's just a little extra thing that's just God helps damn. you realize just cut yeah that but then we get out. Yeah, the, one of the most fun scenes of the episode. Why um, are you rewinding it? Do we really have to watch this man get his yeah, tongue cut out for the so third time? Um, yeah, Laris offers that the prisoners help him out, and he'll get them off a of death row, basically. But they need to do something for him first. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cut their tongues out so they can't they can't ride on him. Yeah. Which they could literally just point at him. Still it, works. It's smart, man. You know, you can't really blame him. Um, but but even get... if you cut his hands off, the dude could be like this. That man! Well, he can't say it. <laughs> he can just point at him. And then we get a close-up without a tongue. Yeah. And it's just his way of making sure that no one can get it back to him what he did. Mm-hmm. And from there, we get a very sad sequence. Yeah. And this is when Lena is trying to give birth to Damon's child. Their third child. Yeah, their third child. And you can tell something's wrong just from the way that she's trying to give birth. Mm-hmm. And it's that the baby's coming out backwards. Yeah. Which, of those who don't know, that's horrible. And it's not a good thing. Yeah, the baby most likely won't make it. Yeah. And we get a callback, pretty much. It's the exact same situation that Viserys was put in in the first episode of the show. Yeah. In which they can try and cut the baby out, and the baby will live, or but the wife will most likely not make it. Yeah. And unlike Viserys, Viserys Damon chooses to save his wife. 
Because I actually believe he does love Lena. Well, no, I, he doesn't choose to save his wife. He just chooses to give her that choice. Instead of him making the choice for her, for her like Jaceris did, he gives his wife the choice of, like, if you want, you can kill the baby and live, or you can go out on your own terms. And that's what she wanted to do, because earlier in the episode, she said she wants a dragon rider's death. She doesn't want to die just, like on a bed giving birth or anything she wants to die fighting she wants to die with her dragon and damon gives her that choice which well, is he doesn't really give her that choice yeah she yeah, just does. walks away he has no idea where she's going well, yeah but he he doesn't kill her the way just Je- yeah like he's Emma. i feel like he is choosing though like he's like i don't want her to die like that he's yeah like, he's saying like he basically gives her the choice to do what she wants yeah. instead of making her do what he wants and it's she goes to her dragon as ryan was just saying and she has a dragon killer. And you can yep. see the dragon doesn't want to do it, which is really even more sad. Yeah. Because the dragon just keeps, like, growling. Yeah. And then she keeps yelling Jakarta. It's just confused. Like, it's it's like... Vega. It's Vagar, too. The and Vagar is dragon. massive. It look, I love the design, too, because it just looks old. It's got, like, the beard where it's... It's not like a beard, but it's just... It's like a dog or, like, like a cat when the hair gets really long. It's not yeah. a beard. It's just how the hair grows. Yeah, because it's just so old. It never stopped growing. And I felt huge. so bad for Damon when he's walking around. He's like, Lena, Lena. And he's trying yeah. to like get find her. <laughs> and he walks up soon as the dragon lights her ass up. Yeah. That wasn't very... <laughs> the way I described that wasn't no, very that wasn't sad. Nice. Yeah, but he... um, She got her ass blown yeah. by fire. Not not the other way. But, uh, Good save. Yeah. <laughs> Colin, this can be so mad at us. <laughs> If for those who don't know, Colin is our editor. I'm guessing you figured that out by now. But Colin hates when we curse a lot because it just adds to his work. But Colin has made more money off this podcast than we have. True. He doesn't <laughs> have to believe him. I don't really care. It's Game of Thrones. They, they curse in the show. No, no, we need we 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 want our audience. Go f- yourself. Okay. <laughs> but uh, then we see, <laughs> fuck you. But then we see Harwin is banned and sent back to. He's not banned, but he's going back to Harrenhal. Yeah. And fast forward. You got kicked out. And the, the oldest son asks if that's his father. And she, Am I a bastard? And she's like, all that matters is that you're a Targaryen. Yeah. So she basically says yes without saying you're strong. She says you're a Targaryen, which half true. She is Targaryen. He is Targaryen. She yeah. didn't lie to him at all. Yeah. He still gets a dragon. He's chilling. Vermax. Yeah. His dragon's cool. It is cool. When it grows, it'll be neat. Um, and then... As we earlier, Lena explains that they should leave mm-hmm. and that a, a sailor goes away from the storm yeah. when a storm's brewing. And she explains to him that they're ready to leave and that they should have left years ago. Yeah, to Dragonstone. Yeah, back to Dragonstone where they haven't been. He said he wants to go back. Mm-hmm. And then Lena explains, if you leave, isn't Allison going to try and pretty much poison the king's brain with like facts, of, like things about you and just make him choose her over you? Yeah. <clears throat> And, of course, she makes him a little happy by letting him bring his little toy with yeah, him. Yeah, he lets him bring his boyfriend. She, <laughs> That's she not says, his boyfriend. We need every sword we can muster. Hey, I mean, he must I have, have a nice word sword. for him, but I'm not going to say it. No. They're going to be doing some sword fighting on the way there, if you know what I mean, girls. And guys. Girls, what? <laughs> girls, no. Yeah. Just a different type of sheep. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but uh, then we go... <laughs> God damn it, this episode is so bad. Your mom's going to listen to this. No, she's not. She doesn't listen to any of the House of All Dragon right. episodes. Thank God. She doesn't care about the show. Oh, she's not going to hear the <laughs> word for the fourth time. <laughs> but uh, we then see 
the Strongs go back to Harrenhal, and then the prisoners appear, wearing what looks like ranger outfits from Lord of the Rings, and that's all I could think of during the episode. We couldn't think of ranger outfits from, like, the north with the hoods? Black with the hoods? Yeah, but that's not as cool as rangers from Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is bullshit. You're, you're a f- I haven't bitch. even started that show. I watched one episode. I am not. We're not reviewing it. it. I've already made that. Case. Yeah. Um, but they get to Harrenhal, the the Strongs, Harwin and Lionel, and um, all of a sudden, uh, Lionel's asleep and he starts coughing, and you see smoke billowing out through the door, and uh, Harwin starts screaming, "You know, there's a fire! I'm gonna burn!" He's asking his dad for help, and Father, uh, yeah. save me! <laughs> I have all these muscles, but I can't kick in a wooden door. Dude, that, that door's like melted shut at this point. It's that fire wood. Is burning. And then we, see him get, locks. then we see him get crushed. Yeah, and it's it's the curse of Harrenhal, that everybody who lives there is dead at some point, besides Littlefinger for some reason. And then we get a dope-ass shot from Dragonstone yeah. of Rhaenyra, her kids, and Laenor all looking up to it. Mm-hmm. And we get an awesome uh, monologue just explaining how kids are weakness. Yeah. And love is weakness and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And during that, we get this... Very saddening shot of a Sarah's holding Emma's ring. God, I feel so bad for him, man. Yeah, I dude, really do love him. Someone you know what just... I didn't notice this whole episode. I didn't notice his arm is gone now. Oh yeah, it's completely you... gone. I didn't notice that when I was watching it. Yeah. <laughs> Were you gonna keep that f-ing thing going? <laughs> but also, it looks like a COD two zombie. <laughs> we also get um a shot of like, the rats kind of like watching Viserys, and I like it because people had a theory last episode that uh. Laris is a green seer, which is mm-hmm. it's like a warg, but and I I love that theory too because I'd love to find out that he can see through the rats. That'd be such an interesting thing because a lot of the green seers can only see through one animal or one type of an, a type of animal. Like the Starks can all see through their wolves or like some of the wildlings can see through owls and stuff and crows. Yeah, but um, if he if his thing is like rats and that's kind of like it fits his character too because he's just like he just sees everything he can just go throughout the walls and he just has spies everywhere i love the macers awesome. theory that i think carried over from game of thrones oh yeah that the macers hate the targaryens yeah and they want they they're trying to kill downfall. them all because like they offer they're like hey let's give viserys this drink that might help him mm-hmm. and they're like nah yeah <laughs> let's give him the slugs let's give him the leeches yeah <laughs> like <laughs> mr mellows is gone now thank god Hate all the macers are assholes <laughs> the grand maester conspiracy but how up it was that seeing Harrenhal just destroyed. Yeah. How f***ed up was that Laris burnt his father and brother to death? Yeah, and then Laris to explains to Allison what yeah. he, that it, it was him that caused it. Yeah. And she's like, I never wanted this. Yeah, even at, when, you know what's bad when Allison's like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> She's dude. like, Laris, what are you doing, man? Dad! <laughs> then we get like, a, why do we have to get an Uncle Ben and Peru shot in House of the Dragon? <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. And it's the daughter looking over and like, is that mom? He's like, yup. Yeah, that's your mother. Yeah, did you hear they cut a bunch of scenes of Damon um, hugging his kids? Really? Supposedly, there's a bunch of like scenes they cut of him just hugging his children, and they're like, "No, nah, we don't need to put that in there." They're like, "That doesn't fit <laughs> Damon's character." Yeah. I do love how he just walks away. Yeah, I think he's absolutely gonna head back to probably Dragon. He's going to Dragonstone. Yeah. We see in the trailer for the next episode. Yeah, which but, would be uh, awesome. Yeah. I think that's pretty much the end of our review portion. Yeah, dude, Laris is so bad a- now. <laughs> he killed his parents. He's like, well, I mean, you've heard the the curse of Harrenhal. Like, you know, we can just blame it on that. He's like, 
It's like, I wanted my dad back, but I, you didn't need to kill yours, you know? I didn't, I didn't need that. Laris is nuts. I'm so excited to see what he does next. Hilarious. He's like Littlefinger. You can't you can't help but love him. Yeah, but I love him. Littlefinger. Finger. I hate Larry. Alright, that's messed up. <laughs> Just him though. Everyone else deserves it. He <laughs> killed his dad. They get handicapped horse parking as well. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alright, that's the end of that. On to the fan question. No suggestion of the week. God, God damn, it. damn it, Ryan. I'm suggesting Sandmail on Netflix. It is so good. And I'm really sad because I even the director doesn't yeah. believe that they're gonna get a second season of it because mm. it is a two hundred million dollar budget. Yeah, and it's just it has it doesn't have a great viewership, but it has an amazing cast, story, and direction. So that's my choice. The hell is that? I'm gonna recommend Scott Scott Pilgrim vs. the World because <laughs> I uh, I said it in a in a question uh, last episode and I didn't recommend it even though I could have, but I'm gonna recommend that because the question was um. It was like, what movie can you watch multiple times to get something new out of it? That's one of them, 100%. Basically anything from Eddie Wright, uh, but that one more than anything else. Scott Pilgrim's just great. Now we're on a fan question. Yeah. Oh, Training Day. That's a great movie, too. No, it's not. That's a good movie. Training Day is overrated. I loved it. It's actually not. It's, it has 70-something for me, and it has a 77 score. So, yeah. I liked it. I like it, too. Great monologue again. Very good monologue. King Kong ain't got shit on me. That was ad lib, you know. Yeah, he has like six different versions of it. Yeah, but uh, on the Denzel's, fan questions, Denzel's the best man. If you could only watch three movies for the rest of your life, what would they be? <sighs> three. Those are parted. That's my favorite movie of all time. So that's my like hardcore movie. Yeah. Anchorman, because I can always laugh. And. Return of the King goes long as shit, and it's my favorite of the Lord of the Rings. Hmm. I'm gonna go Super Bad. That was that was what I was gonna pick if I didn't pick Anchorman. But Super Bad's the best comedy. Second best comedy. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Super Bad. Maybe uh, New Hope. And um, The Sandlot. It's a pretty good I'll choice. The Sandlot. Yeah. It's, the the what? The, the Sandlot. Sandlot. <laughs> you heard me. Uh, if you could have a dream movie, who would direct, star, and what would it be about? Dream movie. It's a question from Edward. You asked this question uh, in like one of the first episodes. I remember this. Really? I answered with Joey Diaz. The life of Joey Diaz. And now <laughs> he wrote a book, and I, I, I want to read that book. Was that your choice? Yeah, probably. I mean, I got to remember how to read, but like... I want check it out. Death in the Family mm. movie, and I want Ben Affleck as Batman. I want Dylan O'Brien as Jason Todd. Okay. And I want... Hmm, I want Ben to direct and write it as well. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, honestly, a Joey Diaz TV show would be better because his life is just nuts. If you listen Who's to the, play Joey Diaz? the Honeydew podcast, I don't know, somebody Cuban. Um, <laughs> he's Cuban. <laughs> it's just how you said it. Sorry. It wasn't bad. It's just funny. <laughs> Uh, but also, I, if we're talking superhero movies, I'd love to see a Nova movie still. We're going to get it. I don't know. I, yeah, we have to get it. I don't know it who's going to get it. got announced, didn't though. it? No, it didn't. No. no. People wanted it to get it. People said Ryan Reynolds is going to play Reed Richards. Not Reed Richards. Um, you mean Ryan Gosling? Yeah. <laughs> I was Ryan like, Gosling. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Yeah. That would be but... funny if he played two different superheroes <laughs> in the MCU. Yeah. No, I'd love to see a Nova movie or a Joey Diaz TV show. 
I want to see Ryan Reynolds do a serious movie. Hmm. He's done it. They're not good. Yeah. But I want to see him do one. A good one. <laughs> Cuban actors. I want to I wanna see. Let's, uh, let's see. Ryan. Oscar Nunez. <laughs> Oscar Nunez to play yeah. him. No, I don't know who'd play him. Yeah, you can find someone. Zolo. Hey, he's from Lost. Oh, Zolo? The guy who's playing Blue Beetle? Is he? I don't know. Yeah, Zolo Mendez? Yeah. Molo Mendez? I don't know. He's good. He's Puerto Rican. There, there's just so much stuff you can make from that guy. Yeah, go no. listen. Go listen to the um the Honeydew podcast with After you Ryan Sickler. Every single episode of ours. Well, yeah, obviously, but go listen to Joey Diaz. How do you choose fantastic. what movies you review for the podcast? Question from Nancy. I just watch them, and if well, they're no. new, then sure. that's not true. We didn't do a Pearl review. True. Uh, I think if it's like a big movie, like really popular. Yeah, like I feel like. We might have to do a Don't Worry Darling review because I see it everywhere now. Yeah, as much as both of us don't want to watch it anymore. Yeah. But after I saw Lights, Lights, Camera, Barstool's review, the one guy gave it a 76. Really? And the other guy gave it a 32. Huh. <laughs> so. Interesting. It, it could be either side of it. I also just, yeah. I really like Harry Styles, so I do want to see it. I, yeah. I, I, I'm i sure I'm going to watch it. I just don't know if I want to see it in theaters anymore because everybody says it's just awful. Yeah. Did you hear that one guy, Lights, Camera, Barstool, they were talking, talking about? Talking about the theater reaction. Yeah. Everyone booed Olivia Wilde. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, what movie do you have to stop what you're doing and watch the rest of it? Like, I guess it's this question from Michelle. I take it as like a movie you see that's on TV and you're like, oh shit, I want to watch. That. Yeah, probably Mine's Lord of the Rings. Rings. Saving Private Ryan for me. Yeah, I, I would say mine's any of the Lord of the Rings or any Harry Potter. Yeah, we gotta stop talking over each other. We do it all the time. <laughs> I feel like this episode did pretty well though. We 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 pretty much stayed off of it. Yeah, we overlapped a couple times. But uh, question that question, yeah, it's from Michelle. Uh, this question is from Giselle. Maybe mm. it's Tom Brady's wife. Maybe she listens to us. Hundred <laughs> percent. Podcasting obviously lacks the visual elements of film when it comes to sharing an individual perspective. How have you had to rework your approach, or has speaking to an audience come naturally? Um, uh, I don't know. I feel like we just kind of talk. Yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I feel like earlier on it was more of a conversation, but now that we've kind of started to do, especially how we've been doing these House of the Dragon reviews, where we're kind of explaining it, we've kind of gotten more and more practice from talking to an audience. You know, we went from the IQ of ten to actually knowing what we're talking about and actually knowing how to say it. Yeah, I think it's just more practice than anything. I don't think it's something that comes naturally to, especially us, but probably not anyone. But um, yeah, no, just we're both dumb as. Normally, yeah, we're so stupid. <laughs> it just takes practice, I guess. Yeah, so I guess our tones, kind of how we do it, and just making each other laugh, laugh, yeah. I guess gives off like that we're being funny. Yeah, even though I bet you most people don't Somewhere. find us funny. No, hundred <laughs> percent. But uh, yeah, I guess that's our answer. Just practice and getting used to doing it together. Yeah. Uh, what film changed your life? Question from Jacob. Tropic Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that Robert Downey Jr. can play anything or any type <laughs> of person. <laughs> no, uh, The Departed. The Departed. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how I, that's how I learned I love movies. Yeah, that and uh, hmm, I know I watched. I think Amazing Spider Man. I've talked about my experience with that movie a hundred times. Really? But yeah, I guess just like when I saw that, I've never like went home and looked up how a movie was made. But like yeah. the way how real his swing looked, I was like, that has to be real. Yeah. And then watching how they act, and we talked about William Spencer, like that swing seems real, like they really did it. 
Yeah. But yeah, so that's um, mine. Honestly, if we're going that way, like what made me go home and look up how it was made, it might be Scott Pilgrim because there's just so much in that movie of like, it's just nuts. Like how they made it and how Edgar Wright's able to, just the way he makes movies, it's so in depth. There's 20 things going on in the background that you just pick up on something every time. So that's kind of what got me into it too. Looking up like yeah. how things were made, what I missed, and what I could see, and then I watched it again. You know the actors I, barely blink in that movie. Yeah, and make it more like an anime. Yeah, interesting. Pretty cool fact. Yes. Tommy movie fact of the day. <laughs> no, you Good love job. them. Good job. Uh, least favorite superhero movie. It's a question from Curtis. Morbius. That's not a superhero movie. It's yeah, it is. Antihero movie. The... Green Lantern. That's not fair. Uh, Green Lantern Justice League 2017. Oh yeah, Justice League was awful. Um, it's actually on HBO Max, which you're scrolling through. <laughs> God, uh, least favorite. Hmm. We got here at five o'clock, and it is six fifty-two. Yeah, because we're stupid. I guess we um, are. Probably <clears throat> maybe Thor: The Dark World's on there too. On a Morbius counts as a superhero movie. They didn't even do the anti-hero thing. They made him a superhero. <laughs> it <True>. counts. <laughs> Morbius sucks. I mean, he kills a lot of people. Yeah, but th- then he was the good guy at the end, so it doesn't matter. Your dad is so stupid for saying that <laughs> Doctor Strange was worse than Morbius. Doctor Strange is pretty bad. What? You at least gave Doctor Strange like a 70-something. No, I didn't. You gave it a 60-something? No. I gave it a 54. Really? Yeah, I hated Doctor Strange. Damn. You gave I... Morbius a, what, 19? I think so. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, I, no, I agree. I think Morbius is terrible. I don't think it's as bad as Justice League and Green Lantern. Because mm. I don't enjoy a single scene of either of those movies. I enjoy the first quarter of that movie of Morbius. Yeah, that's fair. It's like a 70-something, but I enjoy it. But then it just... St- there's yeah, no, then it goes terrible. There's no falling action. It's just climax. <laughs> there's also no done. third act. <laughs> it's just first act, second act, nothing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, do you guys play fantasy football is the final question. Yes, we're actually in the league against one. Yeah, I'm dog shit at it. He is struggling. I'm 3-0. <laughs> and oh. I'm killing it I'm, in fantasy. I, I'm 2-1. You're two and one. Yeah, I beat oh, your dad. Yeah, well, you're he one only scored ninety, so I wasn't that bad. But... <laughs> I scored one hundred and seventy this week, one hundred and sixty oh, last week, and one hundred and forty the week Jesus. before. I think I got like one hundred and three or something. Ryan also traded me Tyreek Hill <laughs> and Alvin Kamara for Travis Kelsey and Jerry Judy. To be fair, I didn't have a tight end, so I needed one. And then Jerry Judy got hurt, and then um, now I just I just want to die. Travis Kelsey's killing it. Yeah. Oh, dude, Derrick Henry finally got me points in my other league. He had like 25. Yeah, I have him in my other league as he well. He only had like three the past two weeks. I'm, and two finally... and one. I'm two and one in my other league. So am I. I'm two and one in both my leagues. But uh, yeah, that's the end of our fan questions. But before we get going, we want to thank our sponsors. Starting off with MoviePosters.com, who has over 100,000 posters to choose from, from anime to superhero movies to dramas to comedies. They're an absolutely amazing site, and they've sent some amazing posters. They're extremely high quality. Yeah. We love them. They love us, we think. And uh, yeah, if you want 10% off and free shipping, use our code, all caps, popcorn10, P-O-P-C-O-R-N-10 yep. <laughs> at moviepushers.com. Again, me and Ryan can't spell, but it's popcorn10. <laughs> and our last sponsor of the episode is Manscaped. Manscaped has an amazing men's below-the-waist grooming kit. It's the Performance Package 4.0. It comes with a ball trimmer. It's called the Weed Whacker. Yep. No, it's not. No, it's the Lawnmower. It's the Lawnmower 4.0. The, the Weed Whacker the weed is whacker. for your ears and nose. Yep. Comes with ball deodorant, ball toner, and it's an amazing kit. We absolutely love Manscaped. Yeah. And if you want 20% off and free worldwide shipping, go use our discount code 
C N B. Again, that is C A N D B at manscaped.com for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Again, <laughs> one last time, more for me to be able to spell. C N B at manscaped.com. Thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring this episode, and thank you all for tuning in and listening to us two jackasses talk about hot D. Yep. And I cannot wait to see Lano get some hot D next week. <laughs> see you guys. See ya.